I don't use my recording in progress. So, are we all excited about another podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can always hope. Yeah. We do have some kids in the house this morning, but I don't think they're going to be noticeable. They're too busy watching TV and stuff. Oh. I got three adult kids and three adult dogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, Keith has yeah. zombie kids watching television. <laughs> they are watching television. They're watching Paw Patrol, it sounds like. They have it turned uh, down a bit. They're being nice and quiet for us. So we want to get started while the, our luck holds out. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds funny. That sounds funny. You can send us an email at the TSF at the That sounds funny. All right, everybody, that is correct. We are the podcast <laughs> that sounds funny. Uh, this is the week of August 8th, 2023. We are in season three. This is show 41, episode 144. Ooh, we're gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. And I am your host, Keith, and joined with me today are. 12 by 12, Terry. 12 by 12. Why? Because he's a gross. That's a gross. gross. Oh, okay. And Joe. 12. 12. (laughs) (laughs) Get get in there. And and Jill balances out out by not. Yeah, I don't know any other. Excuse me. (laughs) Ways to make it gross. You didn't quite catch that when it first. A dozen dozen is a gross. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we are here and we like to get started with a little bit of what's new, something that maybe has happened lately, a little bit of funny family life story, reading, watching, doing. Does anyone have a question? Being on this program is very hard work. You're fooling. I am not. Then I want to raise. That kind of thing. And uh, I actually have a couple of things on my list here. I did, but I forgot mine. (laughs) (laughs) One of these days, the funny thing is Terry's going to remember it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have to think of it sometime. Well, uh, of course, the camp season of the year is over with. And I didn't have a chance to mention that while my wife was gone, especially the first week she was gone, because she took our older granddaughter with her, because that was the week for older girls camp. She left her cat in the house uh, for my son and I to keep tabs on. <laughs> and uh, the cat, the first few days, was quietly kept to himself upstairs. But little by little, he would venture downstairs and meow at us profusely because where did his cat mommies go, all go to? <laughs> And then we noticed that we'd be walking through the house, and he'd be like two steps in front of us, like he's like he's a guide cat guiding the way, you know, into the dining room for dinner or uh, into the bathroom or something if he was heading that way. 
Uh, he he uh, got to be a little bit of a guide cat. He'd he'd walk in front and meow. Meow. Follow me. Meow. He was trying to get you guys to feed him or give him water. Hey, follow me this way. Well, that's another funny thing is our granddaughter left him a big pile of cat food in his bowl. I thought, that's not what cats do. Cats want to, are like people. They want to have a fresh meal every meal. Yeah. They want to have a big old stale bowl of cat food. But I guess that's what she does, and the cat's probably used to it. And also, hmm. that's where his litter box is at. Well... My wife got home from a camp that end of that first week, and she goes, "Ah, the cat pooped in the closet." I'm oh like, no! <laughs> really? Well, I, that's news to me. I never go in the closet anyway. It's a walk-in closet, you know. Yeah. And uh, what's happened is during the week, the other grandkids were here, and we asked them about the cat food situation. Check on the cat's food and water bowl upstairs. Make sure he has some. Okay, we will. Yeah, he's got it. Little did we know, they checked on it, and then they closed the door. Oh, no. <laughs> and so he couldn't, he didn't have food for a while, or well, he has a water bowl down there. But then he had nowhere to go poop, so he found a place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I didn't know, or I would have definitely went after opening up a door or something. Or Yeah. <laughs> but like, you guys can poop in your little closet. I'm going to poop in this little closet over here. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, that's some things. Oh, another thing is our staircase we have. It, it's it starts in the living room and as you and it goes up, and where the dining room attaches to the living room is where the the landing of the staircase is at. And so the cat would sometimes sit up there on the landing, wait for you to go by, and reach out and go pop 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 and bop you on top of the head. <laughs> or he'd he'd meow at you in, in your ear. He'd be like your head level. Hey you, hey you. He was trying to tell you guys you, that door's not open and I gotta poop. You got this. I'm gonna pat you on the head. Pat 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 with his little sharp claws patting us on the head. He's trying to get yeah. your attention. <laughs> he just does it for being honry because he's a cat. Yeah. Well, I thought that was funny. I'm trying That's to comb the hair with this. But, yeah, once his cat mommies came back, he stopped being Mr. Guide Cat and stopped beating us on the head. <laughs> Got so his mommies back. He was happy. Yeah. So there was another fun news headline that I've seen. I didn't write it down. I'll be able to think of it later. But anyway, it's a little bit of what's new that's been happening through the actually the course of the last month or so. Yeah. There's not been too much happening here. It's just, we had a tree. Oh, goodness, it's been a couple of weeks back. We had a storm and it fell over and then he was going to cut it up. But every time he was going to go cut it, it's either raining or it's 100 degrees. So finally, he got some of it cut up yesterday and he sat down. We were grilling some chicken legs outside and some potatoes on the grill. And he come up and sit down and he went to wipe his head because he's sweating from cutting up the he used his chainsaw. It's not like it was too crazy. And it was a nice day. But something hit him in the head. It wasn't me, because he went to wipe the sweat, and he had. He said his hand was covered with blood, and he's like, "I'm bleeding. I don't remember anything hitting me in the head." Yeah. So one of the branches, I guess, as he was cutting it, must have scraped scraped him across the head. So he came yeah. in, and it's, it's in his hair. So it's not like he can put a bandaid on it unless we shaved it bald and. 
Yeah, do that. Do that. <laughs> yeah, not all you can do with that. Uh, just let it scab over. So it was like a branch fell and hit him on the head, or maybe something flew up from the chainsaw? Yeah, something. He's not sure. He goes, I, he didn't remember anything hitting him in the head. He said this morning when he got up to shower to go to work, it started bleeding again. He is on blood thinners, so, I mean, he bleeds like a stuck hog anyway. But... It, it hit him and struck him unconscious, and he, he lost his memory. <laughs> but, uh, it can happen. I mean, it, it, the kickbacks can be kind of sharp sometimes. He wouldn't notice it. Yeah, just happened real quick and probably just, I don't know. He, he didn't know he was bleeding. I said, I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well. We wanted the world to know I didn't beat him in the head. Pen a sign on him. This was not me. <laughs> not my fault. Yeah. Well, we don't have an awful lot of extra opening topics here. Mary, what do you do in your spare time? I certainly do. Yes, we can. Just a minute. Be with you in just a minute. Um, get busy with some random stuff. Random stuff. Random stuff. Yeah. I think we still like have random. five items. I was, wheel. I always remember my funny story later in the show. And go, oh, I just remember. <laughs> so stay tuned later for Terry's uh, <laughs> news update of the week. One. One. That's an one. easy one. At least it is. At least it's an easy one for me to to dig at because it is icebreaker. Do you want? Would you rather or ask the host anything? Huh. Which one would you rather do? Let's ask the host anything. That's you. <laughs> All right. Would you rather is kind of tough because. Uh, you know, icebreakers do come in those two general varieties. Today is the eighth, so let's do some of these right here. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Let's see. Everyone has those recurring dreams. What is your recurring nightmare? <laughs> or maybe a good good dream. Maybe about recurring. I don't know. I always What's dream it? I'm going to go to school in my pajamas. Oh, yeah. I guess because you sleep in pajamas or a nightgown, whatever. So you Good get thing up you don't sleep naked, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like me. Yeah. Get I'm up at go school, to school naked. I'm still in my pajamas. Yeah. You know, that's that. Is, I, I, I think everyone has that dream to some point. Another one is you're taking a test and suddenly the, your pencil gets duller and duller and, <laughs> and, the, and just making this unreadable scribble or. You're trying to read the print in the textbook because it keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller and crawling around like little ants or something. <laughs> I don't have any dreams, period. <laughs> Your recurring dream is nothing. <laughs> Blackness. Hmm. Um, uh, oh, we did this one before. Let's skip it. Uh, Ooh, what's a funny, appropriate pickup line that works for you? In other words, something funny that somebody said to you is like, that's so cute. I got to date him. Not, <laughs> not one of those, hey, Bubby, 
there's a pickup line. You're like, oh, get out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what's the pickup line that your spouse did to make you want to date him, I guess? <laughs> hmm. Or if you've had multiple spouses. <laughs> uh, well, then you got multiple lines to choose from. Uh, did, did they did they give you the pickup line, or did you have to give them the pickup line? Well, I have uh, some of the women in bars are said, but yeah, and they, they were, they they were won't all over there. Huh? They won't work anymore. Like what? Oh, hey, from over there, you look like Patrick Swayze. <laughs> oh, he's so voice and you look different. <laughs> he's, he's dead now, so you can't hear him say. That was way back when I was younger and prettier. Well, but <laughs> when they get closer, did you look like Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> <laughs> Up close, you look like Steve Ergo. <laughs> I, I never really used pickup lines. I've never really had to use it on me. The only uh -huh. pickup lines that were used on me is, Ew, icky boy, get away from me. <laughs> uh, so I guess maybe that's one. I don't know. <laughs> You yeah. live in 1313, like weirdly. Uh, well, what is your favorite part of a county fair? And speaking of that, this week in our town we live in is what they call Old Settlers Day. And that's basically their their annual homecoming that they do. They have rides and, and games and all kinds of you know, music and stuff. Huh. So, but so, when it comes to that county fair, the homecoming, what's your favorite part? Oh, the food. <laughs> when we were younger, it used to be the rides, but rides make me sick anymore. I don't like the animals at all. They stink. <laughs> yeah, well, younger rides for sure. Uh, for, I, I would go without food just to ride the rides. Uh, then it was became food. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's the music. Going to listen oh, to yeah. the music. Oh yeah, the music too. That's good. You gotta sit down and relax and listen to them. Or if they have a demolition derby, even though you really mm -hmm. can't see the crashes going on, it's it's kind of fun to sit there and hear all the engines rev and the you can still hear the car <laughs> crashes. So. Yeah. The county fair. Our tractor poles are fun. I know in August here in August is the. Uh, the Illinois State Fair, but I never yeah. get to go to it. <laughs> Next week. Next uh, week. The news said Missouri's, Missouri's got a state fair in Illinois starting this week. Uh, ne next week is also the first week of school. I like that part about the fair, too. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I wouldn't have liked the first day of school. You, you start seeing those school opening soon things tacked up on telephone poles all over yeah. town like in July. It's like, no! <laughs> in Missouri this last weekend, it was tax-free. You didn't have to pay sales tax on school supplies. Uh -huh. They were announcing on the news in huh. St. Uh -huh. Louis. Anyway. Well, let's see. Uh, which celebrity do you shamelessly follow in the news? A celebrity that I follow. I don't follow any celebrities. Donald Trump. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> follow, yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah. I, I only follow Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So I, I can see how big of a criminals they're becoming. Make fun of, <laughs> make fun of them all. 
Yeah, yeah. they they're all a bunch of well, it, it actually is le- legitimately criminals in some cases. They're, all of them are, are you know, liars from all the time. So, yeah, right. You know That's how like you can every... tell when a politician is lying? Hmm? Their mouth is open. Uh, if you were to be famous, what would you become famous for? Hmm. If suddenly you you you're, you were nationally known name, what's the thing that would get that attention? Probably the loudest fart. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I knew, I would be doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm going to say podcasting. I'd be I'd be the world's famous podcaster. There we go. There you go. Our podcast yeah. become world renowned. <laughs> yeah, we'd be on like you know, the late night comedy shows and stuff. Yeah, and we could like be comedians <laughs> because we're just so funny and people just can't keep from listening to it. We'll be bigger W-H-L-T. than Joe Rogan. HLT Healthly Podcast. Be bigger than Joe Rogan. Have had WKRP. Twitter be paying us millions of dollars to be on their platform. Yeah. W- well, since H-L-T. I hit a button and my screen went away, that's all we have for our <laughs> Ask the Host okay. anything. <laughs> In St. Louis. Oh. Just what happened here? We heard you screaming. We're going to move so, on to our next segment. <laughs> uh, just sign the contract here and let us have your check. <laughs> to move, yeah, move it along, it's time for some news then. That smells like poo-poo. Sure, I have a story in Colorado. This headline pretty much says it all. Um, in Colorado, uh, a bear broke into a Colorado home, feasted on pork chops, was captured on video dangling out the second story window. Ah. <laughs> You're playing a video captured by a neighbor, Ryan McFarley's Steamboat Home in mm. Steamboat, Colorado, apparently. His family was away. The bear wandered out of the woods and broke in and raided the kitchen and found its way out the window. Is dangling there with a pork chop in its mouth. Help, help. I'm dangling. I got something to eat. And it went in on the first floor. I guess it went upstairs looking for more food. I'm thinking maybe there'd be more. Oh, here's, here's another way. Let's go this way. He was looking for a litter box in the bedroom. <laughs> and the, yeah, in the closet. Yeah. you said about me don't you woman well you ain't nothing but a bear cat been scratched at my door you ain't nothing but a bear cat been scratching at my door you can purr pretty kitty but i ain't gonna rub you no more what you got i got a hoppy story for us about little bunny rabbits in florida <laughs> the this town this 
community in Southern Florida is being overrun by rabbits. There's over a hundred rabbits and there's only 81 houses. Oh, wow. So there's more yeah. rabbits than houses and volunteers are hopping to the rescue to try to capture some of these rabbits. The um, um, Eastern rabbit, uh, what's it called? The Humane Society place. They want to spade and neuter them so they will quit producing <laughs> yeah it's not like the story i had a week or two back about the lion's head rabbit or something yeah that's what these are too lion head rabbits and that means the they have story. a lot of, lot of extra fur around their face and it's too hot for them they have heat strokes these little bunnies yeah because i was joking that they should become uh, food for the predators down there <laughs> yeah that's a lot of people are complaining because some people are tired of them and they want to shoot them or feed them to their snakes. And other people, of course, think they're cute hopping around the neighborhood, but then nobody feeds them or puts water out. And so they eat the grass and the grass sometimes has um, insecticides or weed killers on it. And they're afraid that that will poison the rabbits. Well, they want to get rid of them. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bunnies are supposed to be food for bigger animals. So. Yeah. yeah. Some people should put food out, though, is what they should do. Yeah, and you know, it's it's amazing that uh, for not being fed and watered all this time, they still manage to reproduce and survive well enough to keep this yeah. little bunny community going. This is in the West Palm Beach area, it says, and if there's anybody in that area that wants to foster uh, bunnies you're supposed to call the contact them and let them know but the way they got overrun is somebody lived there before and moved out and left the rabbits loose and the, they just reproduce and reproduce and <laughs> I'm going to move but I'm going to take these bunnies with me you guys can keep them <laughs> uh, yeah well. A lot of times, though, like you're saying, the predators around would end up killing them, a circle of life. But Yeah, you would think coyotes or alligators or some big critter or other. Yeah. The heat is so bad for these rabbits because of their thick fur. They have heat strokes, and so they've been digging and burrowing into people's yards, and people don't like that either, trying to find cool spots. Yeah, rabbits do that. Yeah. Rabbit stew. If they <laughs> there we go. Rabbit stew. Yeah. You know, I, I suppose it, it was more humane for the original owner to let them go than leave them locked up in a pen where they would just all die and starve, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's all there is. I mean, the bunnies all in this uh, neighborhood down there. and They need a home. Yeah. So next time Lots. you take a vacation to Disney World, Over. stop by what's it, Fort Lauderdale or somewhere, West Palm yeah. Beach. <laughs> Overpopulated rabbits. Go get you yeah. some free rabbits. While I was in Florida, I got me a rabbit. <laughs> My grandma and grandpa went to Florida and all they brought me back was this rabbit. <laughs> I brought I came back with these two rabbits. So four, I mean eight, I mean sixteen <laughs> rabbits. I mean thirty-two rabbits. Uh what are we gonna do with them all? Yeah. Yeah. My daughter made a mistake when Halloween people were giving away bunny rabbits instead of Halloween candy, and so she let her two littlest kids get a bunny. Mm. And 
they didn't know if they were boys or girls. They just picked out two bunnies and they ended up with like 10 bunnies. They and... found out that they were yeah. boy and <laughs> so, girl bunnies. Instead of just letting them loose, they have friends that have a farm. And so they took them up and let them loose on the farm. And I don't know if uh, they're still around making more bunnies or not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shh. Be very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Wabbit twikes. Kill the wabbit! Kill the wabbit! Kill the wabbit! Kill the wabbit! I'll kill the wabbit! Fight lightning! Fight the wabbit! What have I done? I've killed the wabbit! Poor little bunny, poor little wabbit. <laughs> well, moving from such a happy, funny bunny story, a Las Vegas man lives with his dead girlfriend and explains his creepy use of a cooler. Oh, weird. Ah, sounds like a Halloween story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sheesh. Uh, I don't even want to know what the creepy use of the cooler was. I could, I can imagine. Uh, but a convicted sex offender allegedly lived with his dead girlfriend for months. I mean, not just days or hours, months. Wow. <laughs> but he, he kept the cooler in case he came back from to life. <laughs> she likes cold drinks. <laughs> In case he came back to uh to life, he had the cooler around. Uh, why did the cooler matter? If she came back to life. I don't know. I mean, uh, the, of course, there's, there's a, a bit more in this story, but basically, the guy was, of course, obviously mentally ill, and uh, I forget uh, how he killed the girl he says of course it was an accident he didn't do it or she hung herself or something but the cops saw allegedly the scene where she had hung herself and like uh no no it didn't happen that way uh she so maybe anyway, had help getting hung <laughs> yeah I, I think it, it involved him uh, to a big degree yeah but being mentally ill he thinks she's going to come back to life and uh, being that mentally disturbed to live with a dead body for months, I think he's probably going to end up in a mental institution instead of jail, which probably is, is fitting for him. Yeah. But after months, I mean, she'd be nothing but a skeleton left. I mean, because flesh. Hopefully, he don't have a roommate if he goes to a, an insane asylum I, or something. His roommate yeah. may end up in the same Well, position. he had a roommate at San Asylum, but what happened to him? I don't know. Where'd he go? What's his last name? Perkins? <laughs> no, I, I, this article I'm sure gives his name, but I don't have it written down. Anthony um, Perkins in Psycho? Yeah. <laughs> the Bates Motel or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, so someone was say, oh, the family, his family even knew about it, but they didn't say anything to the cops. Well, like that's okay, dear little Billy Joe. Uh, we'll we'll be complicit with you and your little dead body uh, freak out there, but we won't tell the cops. 
but uh, it was just a, a, a weird story. I mean, <coughs> look at that body. I mean, uh, flesh doesn't last for long. And yeah, yeah. What was his name? Bates on the show. Uh, on Psycho Bates. The Psycho, yeah, the Bates Motel. I don't know what the guy's name was. I, I can't remember the first name. He kept, you know, he didn't keep his mom in the freezer. She was all <laughs> in the rocking chair or something. All uh, dried out and mummified. <laughs> yeah. This is Las Vegas. Maybe she did get mummified. Maybe she didn't entirely rot away. A mummified girlfriend. safe place. Turn the Anyways, hair beef jerky. Um, a stork with four babies, and they're not human. <laughs> yeah, not like you see the stork bringing the babies. But in Kruger National Forest, and uh, we're in Africa, there was a safari land over there where they go on safaris, and one of the guides they noticed uh, six. Uh, Let's say a family of reunion of six saddle build storks, they were called. Um, they're very rare, endangered species. And there was two, two big ones, and the mommy had four little baby storks on her wings. And I don't think she was flying. I think they're just cuddled up in there or something. I don't know. But they... Uh, or ooing and bowing over that site, but four little baby storks on the wing of a stork. Yeah. Um, hmm. But they, you said they weren't stork babies; they were some other kind of babies, or uh, what? No, no, they were stork. The stork babies they weren't human babies. Oh. We delivered to Mister Mrs. Jones or anybody. Well, I was gonna say if they weren't stork babies, it's called the stork delivered the same way. They just kept a few for themselves. Huh? <laughs> Man, they could have been like, could have been like a stork. So if the stork had the babies, did a human come flying around like in the UPS <laughs> truck or something to pick out some little eggs for? <laughs> or was they? Yeah, that's what happened. One was a baby elephant, one was a baby rabbit, and one was a baby Amazon. And one was a baby snake. <laughs> they were hoping to see some buffalo or elephants, but they saw storks. And it's like I've only seen the stork from the pickle commercial on TV. <laughs> Oh. Years ago, the yeah, classics. or on the Dumbo movie when the stork would would deliver the babies in the pink or blue blanket and drop them and yeah. Well, they made a movie called Stork, and I. You must have been a beautiful baby. You must have been a wonderful child. When you were only starting to go to kindergarten, I bet you drove the little boys wild. Well, my next story is kind of short. It's about the longest python snake found in Florida. And this actually happened in about the same area as these bunny rabbits. But this guy went out. Pythons aren't supposed to be in Florida. It's not for the ecosystem. I, somebody would have had to brought it from somewhere else and just let it go. But it was 19 feet long. 
And it says 19 feet is usually how tall giraffes are. So imagine a snake that's that long when it's stretched out. Oh, yeah, I could imagine. (laughs) And it was only 125 pounds. So to me, that sounds like a really long, skinny snake. (laughs) That is pretty thin. Yeah, but the article said that uh, when they catch the snakes, it's funny, they have to kill them humanely. So this guy actually caught it. And I don't know how he killed it humanely, but <laughs> the snake people want them, you know, to not be tortured. So I guess he killed it quick, however that would be. But the article also said that there was a, another snake that was 18 in, eighteen feet, nine inches. And when they cut it open, it had a five foot alligator inside of it. So these huh. s- snakes can eat big things and little things. and hmm. Yeah. I was like, wow, if it's 18 They had, they had long, a bunch of bunnies in their belly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Whenever they have this overabundance, we'll just send one of these snakes over there. <laughs> Neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, they're not native there. People get them and let them loose. Well, long tall Santa sheep, people speech of God. Everything that Uncle John need, oh baby. Well, uh, I must be in a really dark mood when it comes to finding stories because this one says, woman plunges to her death from a 100-foot cliff moments after her marriage proposal. (laughs) No, I don't want to marry you. I'm just going to throw myself off the cliff. Will you marry me? Yes. No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Let's see. It was... In, I'm trying to, I think it was in Italy. It's again, Yesum Demiratin, Demirs, Yesum Demirs. Yesum. Uh, his fiance, um, uh, they, and his fiance, I bet Joe wants to say his name too. Mazamadin Gersa. They had picked out this special picnic spot. It, you know, apparently it's a very romantic place that the, uh, they, they, for the sunset, this romantic setting. And he had just proposed to her and he went back to his car for some other supplies when he heard a scream. <sighs> and by the time he gets, got back, she was just gone. <laughs> uh, they don't know what happened she probably got up what maybe she's doing the happy dance or something and, and this area and like I, said, I think it's in italy up along the alps or somewhere there's no no guardrails there's no like handrails saying beware cliff <laughs> you might fall 100 feet and die or something um and she was probably got too close and fell over is all i can imagine but you it know, they were crumbled. I know in a lot of movies and books and things, you know, it just crumbles and you fall. Yeah, you get too close to it. And it's, yeah. it there's, there's no rails in place, there was no danger signs. Or if it was just a, a, a beautiful scenery, a good sunset, and a very romantic scene. They had this romantic thing, and then he, I guess, went back to get another bottle of wine or a picnic basket or who knows what, some more supplies, he says. 
and there doesn't seem to be any foul play. It's not like there's any indication that, you know, there was a struggle. She just got too close to the cliff. <laughs> like, hmm. I'm so happy. Ah! <laughs> like, wow. There's not a lot. I mean, I could probably read the story, but there's, that's pretty much <laughs> the happening is, is, is that, like, happy wow. and tragedy all the same day. <laughs> 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 Back on Terry to wrap us up here. Well, the Hong Jung Zoo in China is denying that their attraction at their zoo, a sun bear. There's rumors going around that their sun bear is actually a human in a costume. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that <laughs> this past week. Yeah. They're saying it's really a bear, you know, and they said it just seemed to have too much human characteristics and, you know, um, actions, standing on two legs, stri striking a more human posture. And it's like, well, that's like monkey see, monkey do, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those people. I'm going to stand up and look like them. Well, bears <laughs> do stand up on their back legs, so that's when not an uncommon trait. And they, they, when they turned around, they could see the big zipper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I heard a podcaster in the past week remarking about that, about, oh, how fake that's a human. Is. They said what made it fake to them was not that it stood up, but that it raised its paw and it was waving like a person waves, <laughs> like you're moving your hand around waving. And yeah. it was doing that. And it's like the Japanese or whoever it's at say, no, it's, it's really a real bear. It's like, but people kind of say, it's just acting like a human in a bear suit. <laughs> right. It says that this sun bear, when it stood up, it's like its skin, you know, and for it resembled like like clothing you know it says and they're like it's that's just all normal part of their anatomy or something it's like the stand up and looks like it's their cl like clothes shifting you know like whenever you'd stand up right. your clothes shifting so it's like that's <laughs> like well it, it, it would be uh inside of a bear suit it would have been like 140 degrees inside of the suit and out there in the sun in the sun bear you know and, <laughs> they had a personal so. neck fan on, on the inside of it <laughs> <laughs> a little personal usb air conditioning unit inside there like a space suit you ain't nothing but a bear cat been scratching at my nose you just an old bear cat we're scratching at my dough. You can purr, pretty kitty, but I ain't gonna rub you no more. Yeah, I'm thinking kind of like, how would you like to be Mickey Mouse at Disney World and people in costumes? 
Somebody yeah, well, they they get lots of breaks. They'll be yeah uh, a little bit, and then they go inside and take a break. They got big air conditioners in their head. <laughs> Six Flags has used to have like Tweety Bird and Sylvester and mm-hmm. different yeah. characters walking around. Yeah. That'd be awful in the summertime. Yeah, anytime you have like a mascot in a suit like that, they they do give them lots of breaks. They'll stand outside for. You know, not fifteen minutes, an hour, maybe, and they give them a break. You cool off, oh. go back out. That's too much for me. Keep quiet before I give you a hit in the head. Wow! So, uh, if there's all of our news, so now it's time for Jill's weird words. Some weird words. Some weird words to go with our weird news. Because I'm white and nerdy. Just because I'm white and nerdy. All because I'm white and nerdy. Holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I wanna bowl with. I bet you people know this word. Our first word is philately. Do you think we spell philately? It's P H I L A T E L Y. Philately. Phil means you love something, so you love Adley's. Oh. <laughs> the question is what in the heck is Adley? <laughs> oh, it's it's short for Natalie. You love girls named Natalie. There you uh, go. Natalie. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. You love something. Lover of something. Wow. <laughs> I sure thought one of you guys would have known this one. Hamburgers. Ah, <laughs> oh, Terry loves hamburgers. <laughs> Well, this word, you're halfway right. It does mean you love something. It's somebody that collects and studies stamps. Stamps? Postage you know, stamps. I probably knew that one time. Because there was some guy in my class in school that collected stamps, and he probably, I probably knew it from him once, but I totally forgot about it, yeah. They see me bowing my front lawn. And this next one's easy too, I thought. It's talisman. Talisman. It's a good luck charm. The monkey's paw. Which is <laughs> which is not a good luck charm, by the for way. The monkey. <laughs> not good for the monkey, and it's not good for the guy who gets it. But yeah, talisman is a charm of some kind. Yeah. Just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Can't you see I'm white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. Um, it's actually an Arabic word, so you know more than just Greek and Latin. <laughs> yeah. The next word is. I wanna roll with the gangsters. They're so far, they all think I'm too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Think I'm just too white and nerdy. Culpable. C U L P A B L E. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. He's culpable for lying to the America. He, he is to to bl- to be blamed for or at fault. Oh, deserving blame. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to find some harder words for somebody. <laughs> so I said it's Donald Trump. He's yeah. he's being blamed and he's being sued for probably a lot of stuff he's not really deserving of that other politicians haven't done worse. <laughs> right, because he's not a politician. That's it, why they're just, trying to get uh, him. 
It's just the president currently has his own private uh, justice system to get who he wants to get. Our next word is velocious. V-E-L-O-C-I-O-U-S. It's delicious. Velocious. It's well, velocity means fast and ishes like delicious. So it's like <laughs> fast food. Well, it does yeah. mean very fast. I don't know. It doesn't say food or what. It just my MySpace page is all totally pimped out. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. Yo, I know pie to a thousand places. Ain't got no grills, but I still wear braces. This means very fast or rapid. Oh, okay. It's... Terry's getting a break this week. <laughs> Let's see. You our get your, your your fast food deliciously then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> our next word is... I order all of my sandwiches with mayonnaise. I'm a whiz, a minesweeper, I can play for days. Once you see my sweet moves, you're going to stay amazed. My fingers moving so fast, I'll set the place ablaze. What's the word again? <laughs> MacGuffin. <laughs> MacGuffin hey, is, 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 is the new hamburger for McDonald's. Or yeah, or it's like Little good. House on the Prairie, the McGuffey's Reader. And if you read the reader, you're you're MacGuffin. So it's like a verb, right? Um, I think it was a noun. Oh, a MacGuffin. Yeah, well, a, a McMuffin, something. <laughs> well, it's actually it's a killer rap. I haven't run at Pascal while I'm number one. Do vector calculus just for fun. I ain't got a gap, but I got a soldering gun. Is an object or device in a book or a movie to serve. As a trigger for the plot. Well, he just said it's in the book. <laughs> it triggers the plot. So, All right. Uh, okay. I don't. Like, well, I don't even understand there, that. Han one Solo is stuck on this boring planet, and suddenly he looks up in the stars and stars and see a battle. It triggers the plot, and it kicks off the whole movie. And it's a MacGuffin. <laughs> That must be the MacGuffin for Star Wars. Yeah, I guess. So that one had me confused. I thought MacGuffin sounded like a person's last name to me, but... It does. Yeah. Happy Days is my favorite theme song. I can sure kick your butt in a game of ping pong. I'll ace any trivia quiz you bring on. I'm fluent in JavaScript as well as Klingon. Our next word is Bivolo. <laughs> I know what that B- is. B-I-B-E-L-O. Bit. That's oh, when sorry. a beaver and a buffalo breed together. Oh, be- you get a beaverlo. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a buffalo <laughs> who builds dams. <laughs> it's a it's a beaver that moves in herds on the Great Plains. <laughs> now spell it again. Do you say B I B? Like B I B E L O T. Bi- it could be bibbalot. 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 Like just, OT just... might be O like depot. Yeah. Bibbalot. Like depot. Depot. Yeah. It's like a baby's bib that you wear down low. Bib-a-lot. A diaper. A diaper. <laughs> a baby's bib you wear down low. <laughs> it's a diaper. Is here that or Terry's answer to the beaver buffalo? I like the well, beaver buffalo. I say, you see me roll on my Segway. I know in my heart they think I'm wide and dirty. It means a Bibaloo. small decorative ornament or trinket. A small, 
So like a knickknack is what I'm thinking. A small decorative. An ornament or a trinket. A decorative. Or what you hang on your tree Christmas time. Could yeah, be... like a little ornament. Like a, you hang a little uh, ornament of like a nutcracker or wow. a little toy thing on there. Little toy yeah, or or a bibelote. <laughs> bibelote. Can't just too white and nerdy. Can't just too white and nerdy. Can't you see him white and nerdy? Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. <laughs> The yeah. next word is sonorous. Huh? Sonorous is spelled S-O-N-O-R-O-U-S. Sonorous. sonorous. It has to do with sound. Things that sound well. You know, the voice had a sonorous ring to it. So it was melodious. Used melodious it, used ring. Dr. Seuss uses it. You use sonorous? It, it has to know. do with sound or voices or something. Yeah, it's a deep I do not voice. like green eggs and ham. I do not like them same I am. Would you try them on a boat? Would you try them with a goat? I like to roll with the gangsters. Although it's apparent I'm too wide and dirty. Somebody's <laughs> voice that is deep and full is what sonorous means. Yeah. So, like, like the Darth Vader guy. This, welcome to Arby's. We have the meat. <laughs> yeah. We have the meat. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I think I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm just too white and nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. The next word is realia. It's R E A L I A. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Real, yeah. Really? really? It's really, really? a <laughs> it's yeah, really it's a real, real. thing. <laughs> really, yeah, realia. That's like I'm I'm bad. I mean, bad. My bad. I'm bad. bad my bad. Like really, really yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like California, dude. Right? Really, yeah. For sure. Huh. Will you really <laughs> do it? I really, really not do it. I've been browsing, inspecting X-Men comics. You know I collect them. The pins in my pocket, I must protect them. My ergonomic keyboard never leaves me bored. Shopping online for deals on some writable media. I edit Wikipedia. <laughs> this word means materials and objects in everyday life that are especially used to teach. Really, a yeah. teaching object, like an object yes. lesson, like... Okay, class, well, gather around. Let's look at the willy worm. Let's talk about how it changes into a moth or something. Yeah. Like I try to do in our guest speaker time. Anybody bring anything for show and tell? Yeah, show and tell. That's a good word for it. Really, yeah. yeah. Really, Anybody yeah. Bring some real, yeah. I remember right fully grail really well. I can recite it right now. And have you R-O-T-F-L-O-L. Let's see. Our next word is effulgent. Uh, spell it. Coffee. E-F-F-U-L. <laughs> G E N T, effulgent. Effulgent. I'm. I, I had so much to eat. I'm a full gent. <laughs> yeah, Can't eat another bite. Or somebody that's drank a bunch of Folgers and they're a gentleman. They took the, the Tide Pod challenge. Only it was Folgers, huh? <laughs> Instead of detergent, you're a full gent. A full gent. <laughs> Got a business doing websites while friends need some code. Who do they call? I do HTML for them all. Even made a homepage for my doll. <laughs> well, effulgent means shining brightly or radiant. Oh. Well, when I'm full of food, ah, I'm so bright and radiant. 
And that was actually Tim Wordsworth this week, and Keith got a lot of them right this time. Because I'm white and nerdy, just because I'm white and nerdy, all oh, because I'm white and nerdy, holy cow, I'm white and nerdy. I wanna bowl with the gangsters. I'm well, my dear. My wife wants me to shave my beard so my face can be cold. Right and radiant without the beard. Huh? <laughs> Then you look like wants me to do a, She wants, yeah. actually wants me to do like a Fu Manchu, trim it down like that. So then I could really look like Colonel Sanders, you know. Well, you just shave it all off. It's like, look <laughs> like mom for a while. Come and give Mary uh, Kay a kiss. <laughs> what I did last time. Shave that mustache off. Have to grow it back. You look like your mom. I look like my mom with or without my mustache. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mom you look more like Uncle Joe, not like Mom. Mom looked like Joe, but you <laughs> look more like him. Kiss me or kill me. I'll bring you the plans and I'll flip a coin. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention. We have just received some late news by the 9 o'clock bulletin. Here's Terry Top 10. Top 10. Did, do you want to do the that thing for... The top ten, we can do the previously promised what to do when you meet a blind guy. We can make it right. Both you, you want me to do that those. as a top ten, or you want to do that in anchor topic? We can combine it with the anchor topic, assuming you have the list. We can make it be both. I've got the list. Got the list. <laughs> then drum like roll, please. Featuring today. Today only. <laughs> Top 10 list with the anchor topic featuring the one and only the world known Terry. (laughs) 10 things to do when encountering a blind person. Number one, introduce yourself. Yeah. So don't just run up and grab them and say, I'm going to help you. <laughs> that would be a bad thing because I would probably punch you. <laughs> <laughs> or I'll be, yeah. no, you're not. How, what help do you want to think I need? <laughs> yeah. Maybe even though you help? think they may know you from meeting them for a long time, there's a little lady at my church that still tells me who she is. I've been going for two years and I'm glad she does it. She'll tell me her name. I don't want to say because I don't have her permission to say it. But every right. Sunday, say she tells and, me and just, who she just is. because you, know, you see the blind person maybe all the time. You know? Sometimes <laughs> voices are, are hard to pin down, uh, yeah. or or it's hard to equate the voice with the name. Because if you always say, "Hey, it's me," it's like well, I recognize a voice, but you never say your name. Um, yeah. who you? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> me. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, introduce yourself, so speak to them directly. And then number two. Try to avoid any Virgos or Leos with the Ebola virus. You are the true lord of the dance, no matter what those idiots at work say. When guiding a blind person, 
permit him to take your arm. You always want to offer, have them offer you their arm, or you tell them to offer them. It, it's take their good arm. to say, here, take my arm, and I'll guide you to whatever. Instead of, here, let me take you, and then the sighted person grabs a blind guy's arm by the elbow and drags them like they're towing a toy toy behind them. But it's kind of <laughs> like the worse pushes you to where you want to go because it's like i don't know about that pushing me around well, you don't want to go maybe even a lot of times <laughs> yeah. even if you walk up and say how do we do this you know knowing that you're a blind person or we're blind people right you we know, they know. don't know right. how to do it really so we have to tell them how to right. do it right. and the way that this is written this this article thing this paper it's almost as if this is given to a sighted person the way that right. reads some of it you know like that but, but, but the sure point there is is to make sure arm. when you introduce yourself and to say do you need to have an arm or here's my arm uh, or or whatever instead of grasping the person first uh, he can take your arm and you can guide him and he can it would be just as if you were dancing with a partner yeah uh, how sweet. <laughs> well, whenever you're good at the sighted guide, it, it can be close to that because there are some uh, nonverbal things that the sighted guide could do where just the, the movement of your arm can clue the, the blind person into what's happening. Mm -hmm. But the sighted person would need to be trained in that a little bit. Yeah, and like if you put your hand behind your back, that lets a person know to get behind you or... If you right. step down or up, your arm, you don't move it, but your whole body moves. Yeah, and... your whole body dips, so there's oh. a step down or, or raises or a step up. It's also helpful to say we're coming to a step, or, and, but then the step goes up or the step goes down. Yeah. So that would be helpful, too. And number three. You will never find true happiness. What you gonna do? Cry about it. The stars predict tomorrow you'll wake. When walking with a blind person, walk at a normal pace. No jogging allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Unless um, we're running from a monster. <laughs> yeah, because once in a while, I walk with somebody and they're just a little bit too quick. It's like, okay, I'm letting go. <laughs> like, hey, I lost you. It's like, uh-huh. Can you slow down <laughs> just a little bit? Yeah. And as, you know, you walk at a normal pace. Then, but that way, when you slow down, you know, you usually want to slow down, you know, to when you're going up or down a step so they can uh, not just go, whoa. <laughs> right. And, and the thing, and, too, I almost on a list, but you also want to make sure that as a sighted guide, you're, you need to be aware <laughs> that you're now twice as wide as normal. And there's been plenty of times I've been ran into a door, a tree, a gate. Well, I'm sorry. And so if you're if you're like walking at like breakneck pace and suddenly it hits something, I'd rather hit it slower than faster. Yeah. <laughs> it says it says walk it, uh, slow down when you get to the curb. Don't drag don't drag him up and down the curb. <laughs> right. And when you get there, you should pause. If you don't say anything. Hit the curb, pause, step. 
because the pod will say, oh, we're got, there's something here. And as you feel the guy's arm dip, oh, okay, we'll step down. But then maybe, as far as you know, unless it's say curb, you might be anticipating the second step, and then you do a little, you know, funky half step thing as you're trying to <laughs> expect it, then you uh, go down more. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure it's on a list, but let it, let someone know it's just a curb or there's more yeah. than one step. Number four. Let your horse go for today. Let your horse go for today. Your birthday party will be ruined once again by your explosive flatulence. Your love life will run into trouble when your fiance hurls a javelin through your chest. And giving directions don't point. So there. But there was they can't see. You know, I mean see the red building down there? <laughs> it's over there. Don't worry, I'm pointing right at that one. It's good for you. <laughs> but now like for us it works that way. You know, we could say we could tell them that if we know where And you can talk and point the, the school will go down the road that way and it, it's okay for the blind person to Stay in point. I've tried to do that. Isn't it right over there? And I'm pointing at my wife's like, she'll grab my arm and go, about 12 o'clock. It's over there. And I go, oh, okay. You know, and sometimes if we point, we're pointing in the wrong direction and we don't know, you know. So anyway. Right. Right. And and by doing something like that, you're pointing in the direction that you, in your mind, you think it is. And if the side of the person says, oh, let me pivot you around. Right there, it helps get oriented, so that even that is helpful. Is helping the blind person orient. Okay, I I, I knew it was there, <laughs> but I was a little off by like a few degrees or something. In fact, when you play golf, that's the way you do it: is you stand by the ball and you point the is the flag that way and you point your arm perpendicularly out to your side and they're, no and they'll move your shoulders a little bit until you're pointing right at the flag okay there we go and you just take a swing number five the position of jupiter says that you should spend the rest of the week face down in the mud try not to shove a roll of duct tape up your nose while taking your driver's head when showing a blind person to a chair don't shove them into it <laughs> Yeah, um, you don't have to pull it out from the table. Uh, you could, but if you do, say, I'm pulling your chair out from the table. But the big thing is, put their hand on the back of the chair. Yeah. Because if I know where the back of the chair, because they can say, here's your chair. And okay, in my mind, here's my chair. Am I in behind the chair beside the chair am i at a 90 degrees facing the chair am i at the corner of the table the thing i know the chair and so it's like wh- which direction am i looking for oh look you're, here's your chair and you hand on the back of it and you try to sit down where are you going well i gotta find the seat i'm trying to sit on the back behind the chair i gotta know which direction the chair is facing <laughs> i know that yeah. i noticed that heinz that they'll tell you this like you said, that put your hand up the back. Of you. Here's your chair. It has arms on it. Oh, okay. Thank you. You know, the, you know if it's got arms, they, they usually right. would tell you that. You because know, after, after the back of the chair is where, which direction is the seat? Because right. then I know, okay, I, I can pull it out this way 
or my push to get under the table if I push it that way. And the problem with, with pulling it out and not saying, I pulled your chair out for you. And I've done this before at a restaurant. The waiter kindly pulled the chair out for me, didn't say so. I put my hand on the back of the chair and I pulled it out two more feet away from the table. So I sit down. I was like, where next to the table at? <laughs> it was like four feet in front of me. It's like, oh, scooch, 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 scooch. Okay, now I'm, <laughs> now I'm where I got to be. You know, but it's, it's just a, a thing because if I don't know you pull it out, then I'm going to pull it out. But, so say so. I mean, that's great, but say so. <laughs> yeah. Number six. Now is not a good time to photocopy your butt. Staple it to your boss's face. Oh, no. Eat a bucket of tuna flavored pudding and wash it down with a gallon of strawberry quick. When serving food to a blind person, with you should offer to read the menu to him and say, well, duh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you're going to be eating at a restaurant by yourself. It has a lot of stuff about here in this category here, what what you do or, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm leaving it open for you guys to answer, but it does have stuff here too. But, you know, when you're sitting there eating with a blind person, what do you do? This type thing. Well, yeah, let, let's say you a blind person is going out to eat and they have a sighted friend. Uh, I mean, the... One thing I'm going to ask is, well, what's on the menu? To make it simple, what I'm going to ask is, what's the special today? Yeah, right. that's what I because it'll it'll save you time. If the special is a good deal, right. it's like great. I'll take the special. That's awesome. Uh, right. Or if it's like at that's a fast right. food restaurant, what's the meal deals they got? You know, burger and fries. <laughs> they they have this new jalapeno burger at McDonald's. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Limited time only or something. Man, it's got then it's got stuff like. And whenever they bring it, just like, here's your glass of water here, it's 12, and over here's your silverware. You know, the, the orientation of everything is also and, in this category. And, and it's really helpful if they bring out the glass of water or, or soda to, to say, do you want me to put your straw in it? Because I never put straws <laughs> in my glass. Never. <laughs> never, ever. I stick them in my put, eye. People put a straw in my, in my glass. And I go to drink out of it. I'm going to put myself <laughs> in the eye with a straw. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if if you do, that's great. But tell me or ask me, do you want to put the straw in it? Or if you yeah. already put the straw in it, say, I put the straw in it for you. That way mm-hmm. I can anticipate there's going to be a straw poking me in the eye. And I can either push it aside with my finger or push it toward my mouth with the finger as I'm getting ready to drink. You haven't ever stuck it up your nose. Uh, that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the forehead, in the cheek, in the <laughs> eye, up the nose. Yeah. Yeah. That, usually, I mean, if they don't tell you where they're sitting at, somebody at the table, I, you know, it's by your left hand or right hand, or I so have you don't a just reach up and knock hard, it over. I have a reusable hard plastic straw, and I have. I thought I'd poke my eye out. <laughs> I put it in my cup and forgot I had it in my cup. I went to take a drink and stuck myself in the eyeball with it. Yeah. it and it's also it. good to know uh, if you're at a place where they have a plate, just give me a general idea that meets at the top, potatoes are to the left or whatever, vegetables on the right. Or if you do the, the, the classic clock position, you know, like you're watching an old World War II movie, the Japanese are coming at you at six o'clock high. 
that means they're coming at you from behind at six o'clock yeah. and they're up higher than you. And it's always given from the clock position of the person you're talking to. Because if you think about that <laughs> World War II pilot and your observer says, there's a Japanese to your three o'clock. Well, it maybe the observer's three o'clock, but maybe it's the other guy's six o'clock and the guy's going to maybe swerve the wrong direction to miss uh, the contact. Uh, and so it's when you do the clock positions, it's always from the person you're giving it the instruction to. Um, and then if someone says, hey, you brought your food out. Uh, here, you got your burger, you got your fries, you got your drink. <laughs> Great. Well, this happened just yesterday. Uh, uh, people brought a McDonald's meal in for supper just because it was a quick and easy thing to do. Hey, here's your burger, here's your fries, here's your drink. They didn't tell me they got a McDonald's pie. So I didn't eat my McDonald's pie. <laughs> and it sat on the table. Uh, not only that, but they took it out of the box. So whenever I did accidentally find it, I just thought it was part of a big pile of napkins that were sitting there. I just about threw it away. Hmm. I, I didn't know. You should have said something. You should have said, we bought pie soon. You should have said, here's your pie. I don't. We don't usually get them. We used to get them a lot. We don't get them that often. But but in other words, say what's brought out, you know. And if there's something that you didn't say, then how am I supposed to know? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I like it whenever my wife would tell me, "Okay, your your green beans are at twelve o'clock, and your meats down at six o'clock, and your potatoes are at three o'clock," and so then. I touch and my green beans are down at six o'clock. So then I just spin my plate around and go, you mean like this? <laughs> you know, and, yeah. Because because she did it backwards. Because she did it from her position. Turn yeah, around, stand behind me and tell me what, you know, right. works great if you stand behind the blind person and tell them. You know? Otherwise, yeah, it can be a little off. If they're sitting on your left and you go, oh, <laughs> Anyway, number seven. All Virgos are extremely friendly and intelligent. Except for you, expect a big surprise today. When you wind up with your head impaled upon a stick, that's your horoscope for today. That's your horoscope for today. When conversing with a blind person, Use normal tones of Hey, speaking. hey, are you okay? <laughs> hey, you should help. <laughs> Let me grab your arm, all right? Are you blind? Are there you are deaf? some blind deaf people, but for the most part that we know of, there's not. <laughs> just yeah, talk just normal. Use a normal voice. Yeah. And then when they're blind, you yell at them. Now, <laughs> if we're in a noisy place, like a concert, well, sure. When you turn away, your your voice wanders away, and it's like so they just assume you're walking away from me. Uh, if you talk directly to somebody in a normal voice, uh, right. like I said, it don't turn away because think about because how often has this happened? Uh, my wife is talking to me about whatever important topic is doing the laundry. Suddenly she puts her head I in the dryer know. to get more clothes out. I can't hear what she's saying. But to her laughing in an echo chamber, I, I can't tell it why you're saying your head's in a dryer. What's the word, please? Pull it out. Please. Number eight. 
gives a description on how to do it. Don't just throw it at him. Throw it. (laughs) But that's pretty much for anybody, the way you count. You start with the largest bill and say, here's your 20s and here's your 10s or whatever. Well, when you count it back and you're making change, you start with the lowest, like, you know, it's a 278. Well, here's two cents. That makes 80. Here's two dimes. That makes a dollar. Uh, and then you count the dollars. Well, uh, the way but, they have, but, but what you do is you don't necessarily need to itemize the coins because you can tell by exactly. the feel. The blind person is going to take the coins and dump them in their pocket anyway. They'll count it later. But the dollars, mm-hmm. if if you're going to get ones and fives and tens and twenties, it's like you know, here's four ones. Okay, let me, let me put that away. Okay, here's your fives. Let me put that away. Here's your 10, put that away. That's exactly what this says. <laughs> because because uh, otherwise, it's like, the ones are on top, 10's on the bottom, where you go. It's like, well, I got to put it away. I can either take my time and put it away so I can identify it now, or I'm going to have to cram out my pocket and later grab a bill identifier and scan everything. And it's just, even though it may take a little extra time at the checkout line, it actually is faster if they hand you, here's all the ones, put it away, buys, put it away. Right. Because all the paper money is the same size. Right. And so, as I said, pretty much the paper money is all the same size. You don't have to tell him the coins. He can feel them by touch, it says. <laughs> so, you know. Right. Because uh, p- pennies and dimes are smaller, nickels and quarters are bigger. Some right. have bridges, some, some don't. And be- between and like, all those characteristics, you can figure out which is which. The the pennies and nickels and gold dollars have a smooth edge, and dimes and quarters have a ridges around them. Yeah. A hundred and thirteen of them, as a matter of fact, on a dime, if you want to count them. I, I've never been that bored, so <laughs> <laughs> I forget how many's on a quarter, but I used to know. Anyway, uh, um, <laughs> I used to collect coins when I could see. I, I've never been bored of the count either one. Number nine. All your friends are laughing behind your back. Kill them. Take down all those naked pictures of Ernest Borgnine you've got hanging in your den. If you are a police officer, identify yourself as such. And it says because a, a blind person might tell you something more than they would tell an other person. Um, <laughs> yeah, in not very polite terms. Uh, there's a for instance where we we're in the subway once in Chicago and we were tagging along. There's like a, a sighted person up on the front and a couple of blind people tagging along behind. And we're going up, up a steps 
and suddenly there's somebody behind me pushing on my back, and they're just trying to be helpful. There's steps here, but I let go of my back. I'm going to get pushed down the stairs. I'm not pushing you. I'm not pushing you. I almost spun around, grabbed them by their wrist, and put them on the floor. Now, they could have just been a stranger. They could have been a, a cop, because cops are in the subway, too. But if it was a cop, he should have said, I'm a police officer. Do you need any help? There's stairs here. They're going up. But he didn't. All he did was run up and push him behind the back. And had it been a cop, and he didn't identify himself as a cop, he was about half a second from being put on his face and having a 260-pound guy on his back. <laughs> because I, I don't I don't stand for that kind of thing. Don't don't be pushing me. Not not when there's a stairway close by. <laughs> <laughs> then you because yeah, you don't know if they're going up or down yourself. At the, at first, I didn't know. All I knew is there was a stair. But now, once the people in front of me started moving, I could tell that they were going up. Uh, but I still didn't want the guy putting his hand on my back, pushing me. <laughs> it didn't I matter. I had that little story of up in Chicago at Isaac Creek Woods, and me and this guy, he was totally blind. I still had some vision, but not very much. And we were outside, and we were drinking 24-ounce cans of beer, and brown paper bags and he lit up a joint and started smoking it and then somebody said hey i'm not gonna say anything about you guys drinking that beer there but that marijuana there that's illegal you know you're sitting right across the street from a police substation right it's like oops nope we didn't <laughs> <laughs> well and there was a time whenever that mom had said that someone came to her house and claimed they were the cops she didn't know. She couldn't oh, see. Yeah. And yeah. she she made him let her touch their badge before they would she would realize that they were the cops. I, I forget the whole situation of why the cops. And then she, were there, she but... went she went lower and, and touched his gun and he grabbed her hand and said, I'm oh. now you can't let you touch that man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And... yeah, yeah, you don't if someone's in uniform and they have a weapon, that's that's the last thing you want to do because you will <laughs> Uh, the respect will stop. I'll put it that way. I mean, they had, he had like Bruce Lee reflexes. Sorry, man, yeah. can't touch that. <laughs> well, I was on post in the Marines one time when a mom and a kid came up and they were just talking. And they're like, uh, "Is that a real gun?" I'm like, yeah. And like, can I see it? And it's like, well, there it is. It's in the holster. Well, he wants you to take it out. She says, "Like, no, no, it's not. It's not. I, I'll, it's right there." but I'm not taking it out. <laughs> Last but not least here, number 10. All your friends are laughing behind your back. Kill them. Take down all those naked pictures of Ernest Borgnine you've got hanging in your desk. Don't pity him. Uh, you poor little blind guy. <laughs> mm. Do, are you in pain? Wait, no. Many you want to be <laughs> many many blind people are capable of being employed, but they're not employed, and you know some of them are, but they're just not jobs for them. Stuff like that says. Yeah. Now, if you want to Ooh. pity me by by giving me a, a job, hey, I'll take that. If you want to pity <laughs> me by giving me large amounts of money, oh, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll but be most times, like your oh. daddy. Your blind sugar mama. 
I need a blind yeah. sugar mama. Or, or as someone once told me, I was riding riding a bus. You know, oh, this must be so horrible being blind. I would kill myself if I went blind. It's like, wow, it sucks to be your family then. Because <laughs> I think people might miss your presence around. <laughs> Why don't you act like you're blind and go ahead and kill yourself? <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> the stars say that you're an exciting and wonderful person, but you know they're lying. If I were you, would lock my doors and windows and never, 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 never leave my house again. We spent some time uh, hashing things out. So combining both the tip top anchor 10 topic. list with the anchor topic, top we learn 10. stuff all the time. And yeah. that that's a list there. Like I said, I had that in my files that we, I try to give that to all the newly blind people who mm -hmm. come to our, our Madison County blind group. And, yeah. and, you know, and after them. last week, when you couldn't find it, I wasn't sure if you'd be able to find it. So I actually went online and I found that very same list that's in a PDF form that is downloadable and you can find it from the bva.org as the Blinded Veterans Association. Oh, they have it? Yep. The, the very same well, thing you just read off. Right, it's in PDF. Yeah. Right. I might have got that at Heinz, actually, when I was there. Right. Was See, I wonder you should put here. it in the MCAB. Um, page that you right. look at all the time. Well, that's what he's <laughs> oh, talking about wow. doing is give, handing out it's, to the MCAB. Yeah. Right. Well, it's in our file, but like just like I give everybody a members list, and you right. get but a is it on the web page. Well, no, not on the well, web page. To do that, you would need to either get a hold of the BVA to ask permission to use their file on your web page, oh. or better oh. yet, just have a link that says. Here's a document developed by the BVA. Click here, and then it'll just open up their PDF from their website. Oh. You could do that without asking permission, but you really couldn't, couldn't uh, ethically download it so that you can offer it. Now, if you printed it, then that's different. And, and of course, the, the tension with that is that they do want the word to get out, but they just don't want to steal their intellectual property. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the BVA, they have that. There's also another document. It's like 18 points. It's available from Lighthouse up in Chicago. Uh, now, that one is just part of their website, I think. But I, uh, as I recall, I may be mistaken. Uh, and I used to have a booklet from, I think it was either the ACB or the AFB. Uh, but I don't know what ever happened to my booklet. But it, it was it was very similar. It wasn't exactly the same. Anyhow, um, a bunch of anchory stuff on our anchory topic. Laura, 
This is Dad. Oh, where are you, Father? At the hospital. But I'm coming right home, Laura. After I hang up, be sure to shut and bolt all the doors and windows. Why? What's happened, Dad? One of my patients has just escaped from the hospital. Leave the room. Go outdoors. Play with your drumsticks. Anything. Okay. Gosh, what did I do? And don't slap! Don't slam the door. <laughs> now time for some email-y stuff from our email topic. Do we have any email? <laughs> I do have a quick one here. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Uh, it starts out, uh, Hello, Keith, Terry, and Jill. I was getting ready during my normal morning routine and I was using my electric toothbrush when I found the battery was dead. I did not have time to look for new batteries, so I just used it like a normal toothbrush. I placed it back in the medicine cabinet as usual and went on about my morning getting dressed. My wife entered the bathroom and heard a buzzing noise and we could not figure out what it was. Finally, we opened the medicine cabinet and saw my toothbrush inside. It was turned on after all. Hope you like this story. Steve Helsley. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's your real name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Steve actually sent us in a, a real live story that actually happened to him. Huh. I, I had something similar happen before where I had an electric shaver. And I wasn't trying to use it or anything. It was just, I think it was on top of my nightstand. And I needed to, I just moved it, put it inside the nightstand, just grabbed it, dropped it into the drawer. And I went on, left the bedroom, and went about my day. And then uh, later, I think my wife had said, you, you left something on in your drawer over there. I'm like, no, I didn't. I just got up and out of bed and went upstairs. And uh, sh sure enough, apparently, whenever I picked it up, my thumb missed the, hit the button that was sitting in my drawer until she got <laughs> awakened enough to crawl across the bed and turn it off. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was shredding paper. <laughs> yeah, well, it was in a nightstand drawer, so maybe a handkerchief or something. <laughs> well, something similar, but not the same. Anyway, good story. Yeah. yeah. So, an actual real one, a real funny family event where others can also send us stuff like that if they want. You know how to do it. Can't you let me have, say, $25,000? Let me look into it. No. Uh, but yeah. for now, that means it's time to move into some final thoughts. Here's our final thoughts. Why do giraffes like to drive convertibles? You would think because of the headspace, but they love to feel the wind in their hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and they got a lot of hair on that neck. <laughs> Just duck for those bridges. Who gave the mermaid a new nose? Plastic sturgeon. The sturgeon. 
Well, whatever you do today, do it with all the confidence of a four-year-old in a Batman costume. Don't ever let an eagle drive your car. They'll fly down the road and come to a screeching halt. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those screeching eagles. <laughs> what happened when the butcher backed into his uh, saw blade? He got a little behind in his work. <laughs> ah, yeah, some rump roast, huh? <laughs> yeah. I just heard about two people who <laughs> stole cars and they drove into each other. It must have been Bonnie and Collide. <laughs> I did this one after the show, I think, but did you hear about the new electric car from Germany? It's called Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> what did the watch say to the clock? I don't want to wind up like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially if it's electric clock talking to the wristwatch. Oh, wow. um, you know, for the record, a person who was born in 33 was 45 in 78. A record joke. All you youngsters that went over your head, I know. <laughs> but I wonder if that was true. It is. Do All the right. math. Thir from 33 to uh, 78 is 45 years. Okay. What kind of truck is Frankenstein drive? A monster truck. Tongue tied on that big foot four wheeler. <laughs> Why can't you win a fight with a dictionary? It always has the last word. <laughs> oh. And the, all the words. What? Uh, I was thinking about becoming a moonshiner, but my wife thinks it's too whiskey. Whiskey, whiskey, pun, <laughs> pun. What do you call a sleeping bull? A bulldozer. <laughs> wow. What's a plumber's favorite vegetable? A leek. Leeks. <laughs> uh, I was going right. to say plum, but that's a fruit. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, well. Please, if I'm ever on life support, unplug me, wait 15 seconds, and plug me back in, see if that works. <laughs> <laughs> Reboot. What did one hat say to the other? <laughs> you wait here, I'll go on ahead. 
Uh, this kind of goes with what Keith said. When I die, it'll probably be because one of my grandkids unplugged my life support to charge their cell phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine too, I think. Speaking of dying, <laughs> holy cow. I heard that the uh, inventor of the jigsaw puzzle died today. May he rest in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, my jokes are like paper. They are terrible. <laughs> oh. Why is the sun smarter than the moon? The moon just isn't as bright. <laughs> yeah. Why do you give a person with water on the brain a tap on the head? <laughs> terrible. My jokes are terrible. I don't have any more. I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm all out. I'm empty. Well, unless Jill has any more, then we can stop with that, I guess. Yeah, we'll stop. <laughs> I ran out. Hey. I think I, I might have one more, but <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. Well, my wife was so negative. I remembered the car seat, the stroller, the diaper bag. All she could talk about was how I forgot the baby. <laughs> I almost did that once. <laughs> <laughs> when our first baby was only literally days old, the first time we took him out to church, had the car seat, had the back bag, put the the pumpkin seat on top of the car to put the ba- uh, with the baby in it, opened the door for my wife to get in the car, went around the other side of the car, got in the seat, started turning on the car. It's like, wait a minute, I forgot something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hop back out, run back around, put the baby inside. <laughs> Let's have a little snap in our marching, shall we? Yes, sir. Let's go, Slate. He's eating into our time. Well, anyway, that is where we stop here with our show today. And this is the part where we like to sign off here and say this is Joe's Keith saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us so we can grow our audience bigger and bigger. Uh, and while you're out there listening, which you can do right from our webpage, there's a player for every show. You can leave a comment, send us an email, tell us your own funny life story. Uh, send in the question for us to answer anything you want. And we will try to address it on the show. And with all that, we're out of here. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Somebody call Amazon and tell them to send me 100 boxes of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> There's an accidental delivery from our overstock. Yeah. That would be helpful. I need more popcorn. Got Pop-Tarts. Goodbye, everybody. That sounds funny. T-S-F at thatsoundsfunny.com That sounds funny!
MacGuffin. Oh, here's the new the hamburger from McDonald's. What's this here McGuffin. say? Come what on, tell us? me what it says on the screen. I'm tabbing. Okay. Oh. Well, come on, read it faster than that. Sexy cherry. What else? I'm going to have this to cut this out because I don't know. Hello? Are you, you, hello? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I lost everything. I'm back now somehow. Okay. You lost yeah. it all. Your mind. Your mind. Okay, I'm done now. <laughs> I got yeah. it. Thank you. You want us to wipe you? Okay. <laughs> okay, well, once again, how's the word again? Start over. M McGuffin. <laughs> McGuffin, like I said, it's the new McDonald's hamburger. Oh, no, it, it's like a little house that prayed the McGuffey's reader. Okay, so you don't understand that whenever I can't do something, okay, I'm yelling we'll for you to again. come and hurry up and, and help me get back into the Zoom. Okay, well, you're here, so don't worry right now. You can... I know, but she's yelling at me, telling me not to yell at her, and I'm just trying to explain to her that whenever, uh, you know, uh, something just went, bloop, 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 and then I didn't have nothing. Couldn't hear you guys. I couldn't. My computer wasn't talking. I was trying to reboot my computer and hmm. whatever. But well, Take three. <laughs> I don't get it.